0: Hey, hey, everyone. This is the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. So you have a bunch of text changes with a guy you like, but he is not asking you out. Do you just ask him instead? You throw in the towel. Or worse, a guy maybe asks you out, but then he does the disappearing act or he cancels last minute. Do you let that get you down? And then you just say, oh, you know what? I'm going to forget dating altogether. These unfortunately are common questions and scenarios daters have and that I've helped A ton of people with. So obviously you're not alone. In fact, according to social researchers, and I I love this topic today because I think everyone's feeling it, is that online dating has produced some of the most profound and widespread changes to traditional courtship that have been seen in decades, namely its effects on fundamental interpersonal communication and interaction. So the dating landscape is so different than what it used to be in generations before. So here's the thing. Like on one hand, I see its benefits because we have access to so many more people, and it definitely is more efficient in terms of the speed of being connected to viable singles, right? But then the flip side is, and the downfall is that this virtual world is causing dating to be way more transactional and disconnected. And there's also a phenomenon called paradox of choice, where having this abundance of choices in any realm can increase levels of anxiety and depression, not to mention feeling like you're wasting time. So I have seen That there is this overall increase of anxiety and a decrease in social skills and confidence. So navigating the modern dating world can be a venture full of disappointment, disillusionment, you know, from dating fatigue to the sting of rejection, even the most confident people are not immune to the negative impact this may have on your dating life. And for those who struggle, and this is the key element that I really want to focus on today, if you are struggling with your self-worth, your self-esteem to begin with, or you have little or negative dating experiences, these effects can be really harmful. So how do you maintain confidence throughout this dating process, even when things feel like they're not working or progressing? If you are armed with knowledge, realistic expectations, and most importantly, a heavy dose of self-compassion, I promise you it's possible. This is what I do with people. And I see it happen. And you know how I roll. I always want to share an inspirational story and an example of that to lift you up because you know me by now. All this might sound like gloom and doom. But I believe everyone can change and find love when they do the work. So, and this is hot off the press. I I love doing hot off the press stuff because it's right at the tip of my mind. I recently worked with a client in a different capacity, actually, who You know, she was experiencing a series of disappointments. She had been scared to flirt. She hid her body in all these like dull colored, oversized clothes and completely was giving her power away to men. She was so fed up with getting zero action online, having no dates. Flirting was daunting. And she was at a complete loss in how to really embrace her femininity. I mean, just overall, dating was awful for her. But she had this determination to change. So she didn't actually do direct coaching with me. She signed up for my 14 day flirt and femininity challenge that I did in the past spring, which was, I don't know, two months ago. And Oh my gosh. So first of all, (laughs) I have to tell you about this. She was up for the challenge, right? Like she wanted, I wanted to kick her in the butt in this format and help her get out of her own way. And when she got this like new energy, she had really done like hard work. She did these daily completion of tasks that were given to her, she actually came in first place and she won the entire challenge. And there were like, I don't know, 40 women in the group. Then just after two months, this week, I received this in my email. She said, I wanted to take a moment to fill you in on what's happening. I made a few of the small tweaks to my profile that you suggested in the challenge. I did get more attention your advice into the rest of my life and began dressing in a more feminine way and not working so hard to hide that side of myself. I openly flirted with men, those I already knew, and strangers. I focused on enjoying myself. I reminded myself often that this is supposed to be fun. So Kim, I met someone and he asked me last week to be exclusive and I accepted. I opened myself up to the possibility and met someone wonderful. He tells me every day that he feels so lucky to have found me. He loves my personality and he loves how feminine I am. Yep. I carried that wardrobe change into my everyday life and more. I allowed myself to express my emotions and share stories about myself and I didn't grill him. He sees the girly side of me and adores me for it. Kim, I have not changed who I am. I just let myself relax and let someone see the side of me I thought I had to hide. So freeing to know I don't have to do everything myself. And to think I almost turned down a date with a guy because when he we first met, I didn't think he was interested. I was so surprised when he called and he asked me to a movie. And I almost let my insecurities get in the way. But thanks to advice from you and doing the work, I gave it a shot. Ugh, I mean, if that doesn't say it, I don't know what does, right? So you see, this woman found love for herself. And that is what, you know, when, when she started loving herself, that's when she attracted love of somebody else. So with me on a line today is someone I have been working with who I have watched blossom and make some serious changes in her life. I mean, I think dating is still daunting and she is really coming into her own, but she still is struggling to maintain her sexy confidence when things don't work out or progress. So I hope I can help her further along in gaining that confidence so that she finds love too. Welcome, Catherine. Hi, Kim. Hi. I'm so happy that you're on today. Me
1: too. This is a dream and I'm so excited to jump in with you.
0: Oh my God. Well, first of all, you know, share a little bit about, you know, just give a little history in the context of how you even got to me and Mm -hmm. what you like kind of prompted you to reach out. Like what were you dealing with back then? I think the
1: outside in approach is what got me. I knew I needed an image makeover. I knew Mm -hmm. that what I was projecting out into the world wasn't supporting my dating life. Um, So the image side was really big for me. And, and we started working in that area. And then with coaching and working with you, I've really enjoyed learning those like tactical skills of, okay, you're now on this dating app and here's how to, you know, ask open-ended questions and what you Mm -hmm. need to do to, to get something moving. And then, like you said, in your intro, I hadn't realized that I can't really talk about myself easily on dates or Mm. when I'm texting. So you're sort of uncovering things I didn't know were blockers. I knew the image was one, but Mm. as we've been working together, it's been really exciting that you're unpacking. Could it be this? Could it be that? Oh, yep, it's this. And then then you, it, it is, it's really, I'm doing the work. It's really hard to change some of these things, which means we're probably really focused in the right places, which is exciting.
0: Right. Because that's when people change, right? When things are uncomfortable. Gosh, I can't even remember to be honest, cause it's been a while back. And what were you struggling with?
1: Yeah. Before I reached out to you on the, on the image side, I was really struggling with what do I wear just in my day to day that, that shows off the best me. And I feel like myself and and putting my best foot forward and since working with you on the image side like I love my clothes which I never felt before mm-hmm. and I love how my body feels and looks in the clothes I think I'll look at photographs and I'll be like wow I'll look in the mirror I'll be like wow I remember telling a friend like I have great legs I didn't know <laughs> like I have great killer legs and all these other assets and I just was hiding them or not wearing the right thing so that's been huge for my confidence
0: Mm, And so that, how has that impacted your dating life?
1: It just means when I'm going out there, I feel like I have so much to offer and now Mm. I understand Mm. (laughs) and I understand more when people say, and you said this too, Kim, you know, you're evaluating them. It's not just them evaluating you. Um, I knew I brought so many other great Things to the table, but I never put looks at the forefront. And now, you know, I'll say things like I'm like, plus I'm hot. <laughs> like so, <laughs> which is just never, like never in my lexicon, like nothing I would ever normally say. But using that as an adjective for myself in a dating context is really important for changing my mindset.
0: You know, I I think you just said it really great. Well, you gave a good example of what I think has been going on for you is that I think you had been putting so much emphasis on other people, other men, um, not seeing your value, not leading with that. Right. And so that you would maybe, I think you were getting into situations where things weren't progressing, you know, or you would have these lopsided situations or, you know, like there was something that just kept stopping you. And I think we're slowly uncovering it, but I think now you're dealing with something else. I mean, and it's a good problem because you're starting to, I mean, kind of update us on where you are now with dating and what's happening.
1: So, since updating my profile i 'm now having a good problem, which is getting lots of lots
0: of matches. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh,
1: whoa, um, but then with that comes managing it right? It becomes mm-hmm. its own little small business um, mm-hmm. and some of the the hurdles to your point that i 'm running into are um, maybe the first one, the most immediate one is you set up a date, you know, I had two dates last week, and both of them canceled hours before we were supposed to meet so Not only am I, you know, I got mentally got that headspace. I was looking forward to it. Now I'm disappointed. And, you know, I want to communicate my disappointment, you know, in a confident, self-assured way. And I also, as a next step, I want to follow up and, you know, make reschedule the date. And I'm trying to figure out how to stay in my feminine with something very tactical like that. Of um, Because this is new for me.
0: Mm Hmm. Okay. Okay. Let's back up for a second. So what were the reasons why, you said there were two cancellations? Yeah. yeah. What were the, did they give you reasons or they just ghosted?
1: Uh, One of them, they they both reached out. The first one Mm -hmm. said um, that I think a work thing came up. The second one, I I can't remember. Um, And that being said, Kim, I don't know the protocol on how much fall I'm supposed to do on my side. Like the day before the date, I thought that kind of sat with them. So Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't like- I didn't like follow up or anything to confirm. They just both canceled day of. I think one was work related. The other, I can't really remember.
0: Okay. And then had there been any kind of like contact in between when you first like connected to when then they canceled? Mm -hmm. Like, had you guys been flirting, you know, and texting or that kind of thing?
1: We hadn't. No, it had been, you know, we set up the date and then kind of left it there.
0: And how much time in between was that? Like just like a day or two or was like a week or two weeks or, you know what I mean? Probably,
1: probably like four to five days. Like probably like Saturday okay. to Wednesday or Saturday to Thursday. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: okay. Okay. No, that's that's pretty normal. So what comes up for you then? Like, you know, when the cancellations happened, because you said you're trying not to let it get the best of you. Like what what's happening in your mind? I think
1: something that came up there was it's already so much emotional energy for me to go on these. Mm. Um, that's the hurdle I'm trying to get over. So I was relieved when they both canceled. That's what I'm trying to, um,
0: address. Oh, okay. You just <laughs> yeah. like kind of flip the switch there. We were the, I yeah. thought you were disappointed, but you're actually relieved.
1: Like I'm disappointed because I know this is the work and this is what I have to do, but I was relieved because it's still so nerve wracking for me. Um, to, to go on dates.
0: What's nerve wracking?
1: Um, just the like being there of it. Um, in the past I'm, I'm like talking a mile a minute because I'm nervous. I'm just constantly thinking what's he thinking of me. I'm just very in my head and, and just being present
0: feels like a challenge. Uh huh. Okay. And like Mm, when you were thinking kind of like at one, you know, one point you're disappointed mm-hmm. because you, like you want to be a good student and do yes. this. I, I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like to please me and your and be a good student and, and fulfill your homework. But deep right. down emotionally, yeah, it feels like, oh, thank God. I don't have to like work at the, or, or, or be disappointed in an aspect of what's going to actually happen on the date.
1: Yeah. Cause I didn't know Kim, if I should really be, you know, getting in reps with guys that seem like good. I don't think we have tons in common or much to go on, mm-hmm. or if I should maybe put in more work to get guys that I'm really excited to see, because then I'll actually like go on the dates and it's a, it's a good use of time because I'm just so practical that I think mm. with both these guys I wasn't super excited, but I didn't know how excited I should be because uh, it's newer to me.
0: Right, right. Is is this show up in other parts of your life or is it just around dating?
1: I think I do. I notice that I do get very nervous before social stuff. I mean, you and I have mm-hmm. talked about social anxiety. I was catching mm-hmm. up with a friend. I used to work with a couple of weeks ago. And I told him when I was there, I said, I was anxious the whole walk over here. He said, why? We weren't used to work together. We're good friends. I was like, I just get nervous before social stuff. I just do. And, mm-hmm. and him and I hung out for three hours and worse. It's so easy even when I'm on that situation, but I, it's just like the leading up to it and the getting there. Mm-hmm.
0: I get very nervous. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, and, and I think, You know, it sounds like from what you're saying is that you get so much in your head about what they're going to think of you or what just Mm -hmm. people in general think of you that you focus almost too much on them versus just kind of what you want and being Mm -hmm. present and enjoying just the process of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to like do these dates to like do the process. And then when they canceled, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'm relieved because- I mean, those guys were cute. They did seem nice. There could be something there, but I didn't, you know, get some, it's hard to build that connection online. Right. Like I've been a lot more excited by men I've met in person and those guys who have followed up because they're vetted to me and it's more, Mm -hmm. there's just, I just get more energy from that. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that's been another piece too, is, you know, they'll be really great about following up and then it will kind of die off. And I'm like, okay, like, I'd love to reignite it and like, see this guy again. Um, how do I kind of pick those ones back up? Cause those were actually headed somewhere and I really enjoyed being with them.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. Do you think that you deserve a great guy? Like, I mean, just overall, do you think you deserve it? Yeah. You do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so like when you picture a guy that you feel like you deserve, what does he look like? What does he act like? What What is it that you're looking for?
1: He's self-assured. He knows who he is. So he comes across as confident in a way that is with humility. And mm-hmm. he's, he's humble, but he's confident in who he is. He's intelligent. He's funny. He's kind. And then physically, he's tall, dark, and handsome.
0: Uh huh. Okay, so let's take that guy and let's give him a name. What's his name? Uh, Mark is the name that came up into my mind. Mark. Okay, we'll call him Mark. I have a feeling that's associated with something, but okay, Mark. Um, and let's say, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's not a real guy. I
1: literally made that name up.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay. I didn't know if there was like like uh, somebody that you liked in the past called Mark. Um. Mark, let's say Mark is one of these guys who actually, um, did the same thing to you. Like, let's say you, Uh, he hit you up online and then the same thing happened. Like you Uh you set up a date and then, yeah, he canceled because of a work thing five days later. What would you feel with that? Is it the same feeling?
1: no i'd feel like hungry to follow up and wouldn't really know how in a way that with these guys like i don't really want to follow up cuz i i just don't my gut is telling me it's they're not it um, cuz maybe they, the look isn't right or the personality isn't right and i'm not i don't think i'm being super picky like i've met a i think there are a lot of great guys who are meeting like a mark standard um, uh-huh. and those are the ones i'm like aggressively <laughs> felt like wanting to follow up with but don't want to be too like uh I don't know, clingy or, or needy, or I don't know how to do it in a way that's kind of detached and flirty.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Right. Okay. But you're not feeling the same like relief if he had canceled, if a mark canceled <gasps> no. versus these guys.
1: Ah, okay. Like I would be disappointed. I'd be like, oh my gosh. Like I was really looking forward to it versus like, yeah, I'm looking forward to it like a robot. Like right, right. Like I was not excited. Like my friends were like, oh, "You've dates. How exciting!" I was like, "Yeah, it'll be good." And in my head, I was like, "Like practice, it'll be practice. good practice, but yeah. not not like connection. Not, you know, I'm a very emotive, outgoing, emotional person. When I'm with mm-hmm. people I'm into, mm-hmm. and when I'm not, I'm like a robot, and it's just like going through the motions. Okay, let's go. And how has that worked for you in the past? uh, like the, the robot with people I don't like or.
0: Yeah. And, or the ones that you think are your people where you're emotive and excited, like, do they end up being good for you? Do you end up progressing with them or like what, what, you know, like how good a a gauge of that is, you know, with these guys for you?
1: I'm honestly not sure. Kim, I have so Mm -hmm. few data points. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, I'm just saying in the last three months, Um, the guys I've really connected with who are still on my mind, I was very emotive and confident around them. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I felt like I was me and yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's just it, Catherine. I mean, I just got actually off a call with somebody in a similar position who, you know, it's, it's like, you're, you're trying to figure it out. Right. <laughs> and, it, and it's hard when you don't have a lot of experience. And so, you know, part of maybe the anxiety that you're feeling is that like, you're, you're wanting to do it right. And you're wanting, you know, to, to somehow feel progress and, and yeah. have the- you know, the right relationship and all of that stuff. But the truth is, I think you're putting way too many expectations on it for yourself rather than just letting that go and focusing more on, on you and being in that moment. I just think, I think you're getting way ahead of it and like you're putting too much emotion into it. Uh.
1: I'm definitely not detached and it's definitely not fun. It's, uh uh-huh. it's like, like I said, it's like homework and mm-hmm. I don't know how to make it fun when I like, I'm trying to find guys I'm interested in, um, when I'm going off so little about them online, in person, right. it's like so easy. I'm like, boom, it's working. I'm into it. Um, Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Well, and you're, you're a people person and, and yeah. that's a good thing. And you don't have to like force yourself. I mean, that's why I was talking in the beginning, how the virtual dating has caused a lot of disconnect with some people, mm. you know, in the way that, um, you know, people are connecting. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that you are right now are just gaining experience, you know, and you don't have to force yourself into liking something or, you you know what I mean? Like, I think you're, it's almost like you're trying too hard and, and really, you know, I think if you were to pull back more and do you know if if your jam is meeting people in person and that energizes you then do more of that like you don't yeah. have to just like mm-hmm. go online and be like okay well kim told me to do this homework so i'm going to do it and i'm going <laughs> to <laughs> you know like that's not that's not going to like you know move you because yeah. like, I'm excited to hear that you would be excited for a mark and there's no reason why you can't meet a mark, but mm. then the work will be is then once you get a mark, then how do you progress with a mark? Yeah,
1: that's true. You know,
0: right. So there's always going to be, and then what, that's and thing. then what, and yeah. what if, and do they like, blah, blah, blah. but I don't want you get like, that's where the anxiety kicks in. Anxiety always comes from the unknown. Mm. always. Mm. And so the more you know, the mm. less anxious you will be. And that is why, um, you know, really getting more traction with this this stuff and not putting so much at stake or an, an emotional investment into mm. whether or not a guy cancels, whether or not like you sent a flirty text or not, mm. you know, like I think mm. you're, that's where I think it's getting almost not fun because, yeah. right? <laughs> and that defeats the whole purpose. Yeah. So, like what, so let's talk about what to do. So what would be fun for you? Like what would be fun in ways of meeting guys and where do you think you could find some more marks? Yeah. I, I
1: found that my success is really driven by who I go out with um, because, okay. since, because yeah, since working with you, I've been going out again. Hooray. Cause I've a costume. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> And that's been, it's just been felt great to be out. It's felt great to be out in clothes that fit right, that like get, make people walk over. Like that's been really cool. Uh Yeah. Um, And when I'm with a friend who knows that I'm working with you, they're pushing me to talk to guys that I think are cute. They're, you know, putting us in a place in the bar where they can come over. Like they are helping me get over my own fears because I have all these fears, right? When I'm with a friend who isn't as much like that, I end up feeling like, really? I'm like, why did I put my dress on? Like, this is a waste of time. Like, I could see you in PJs back at your place. Why are we out right now? So I don't know if I should be maybe more direct with my friends of, tonight I'm looking to meet guys. Can you help me with that?
0: Yes. That's exactly what I'm getting at, is that I think, you know, at this juncture, you know, really putting more intention and purpose to when you're going out as ways to meet men, because it seems like you just get way more energized in person than you do online. Not to yeah. say, like, I, I still think you should do your thing online. All your, like, emotions into it so that you all of a sudden you're like in a t- tailspin of, oh my God, now I'm going to disappoint Kim because I'm not going out. And like, you know, by the way, you're never going to disappoint me. Like <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> you know, I, again, that's you focusing too much on me or the man. Like I want you to do what makes you happy. And that, that's the switch for you because yeah. you're not used to operating that way. No. Where's that huh. coming from?
1: Um, that's just always what I did growing up. Uh, with friends, with family, I'm, I'm everyone's go-to therapist or emotional fixer. Um, so I'm holding a lot of people's emotions like in my heart versus, so it just feels like there isn't a lot of space for mine and like what I want.
0: Uh-huh. Who placed that role on you?
1: Yeah. Kim, I don't know if I picked it out of the hat or if someone put the hat on me and never took it off. I, uh, I feel like it was me. If I'm honest, I think I Mm -hmm. took it. I think I took it.
0: I, I hypothesize that somewhere along the lines, you got reinforced for it too. Like people like when you do that and they feel good. And guess what that does to your confidence?
1: Well, it makes me feel like I should keep doing that because it makes people happy.
0: Correct. Um, Correct. Yeah, yeah. So you have learned that your confidence actually has been living in doing things for other people versus yourself. And that is why huh. it feels so daunting and, and anxiety provoking and scary to just focus on you because you don't have enough experience doing that. Remember, I always say that confidence is experience. Mm -hmm. Your experience was totally opposite growing up Mm -hmm. always like in in what you do for a living and your family with your friends. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, be gentle on yourself. You're learning something totally new. You know, it's about being the queen bee and and going at it. Like I'm the bomb, like doing little things like, yeah. And I'm hot, you know, saying those things that's that's awesome like those are right. the things that will work towards the confidence and the list of strengths that I have you do you know yeah. reminding yourself of all yeah. the things that you are right. and so whether a guy cancels on you whether something doesn't happen in ways of flirting online mm-hmm. whether you don't meet a mark and maybe he doesn't look like Mark in the mm-hmm. beginning but he could end up looking like Mark mm-hmm. in
1: the mm-hmm. end
0: mm-hmm. it's it doesn't matter because you will have you and, and, and that's what, where it's all coming from. I think yeah. you're like, even like, even you didn't want to disappoint me. You want to be a good student and do your homework. Like that, that's too much focus on and pleasing mm. me than yourself. Mm. Does that all make yeah. sense?
1: I know it does because right when you leave, it has to be I have to be doing these things because I want to do them and because they're authentic to me and Mm -hmm. what I am trying to do. And when you said that thing about, yeah, my confidence is living in other people versus in myself, Mm -hmm. I've never heard that before. And that couldn't be more true.
0: Mm -hmm. That's why when you're left to your own devices, it feels scary. That's why when you walk into social situations without a role or a purpose, you get more anxious because you're like, oh my God, the spotlight's Just on me. me. Just me. Mm-hmm.
1: That's interesting. A social situation without a purpose. Whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so interesting.
0: So what do you do about it? <laughs> <laughs> right, that, right? Okay, great, Cam. Now what? Okay, so here's the knowledge. knowledge bomb. Knowledge bomb. I, I dropped the bomb and you're going to marinate in that. But yeah. I want you, so the, the yeah, I want you to shift your mindset from do they like me to do I like them?
1: Yeah. And I feel like I've done that more mentally. Okay, but- good. But uh, still these things around like, yeah, having being in a social situation without a purpose, just being me in a setting like that. Um, you had said this before, like it's almost like I need to find more ways to continue to date myself, you had yes. said once. And And when you said before, like, more purpose and energy mm hmm and being more intentional in meeting men when I am out there, I couldn't agree more. I get so much energy off of the, the being out there thing than, versus the app. So I, yeah, I need to spend more time there. Um, I have a friend that like goes out with me and I love doing that with her, but I feel like I, I need more. You've said this in the podcast before, like those, a variety of single women who you can go out with, um, when the other ones are busy, um, who have the same objective and are confident in. And- Ready to meet men and who are better at fording than you? I'm trying to meet more of those people. I Good. don't know many. I don't know many. <laughs> That's um,
0: okay. The more you go out and the more you th- things you get involved in, you'll you'll start seeing them. Yeah, yeah. Like so. Here's here's the thing. So yeah, the mindset thing is is switching to the queen bee from do they like me to do I like them, and just using an example of like what just happened with these guys mm-hmm. who canceled on you mm. is is it's instead of saying oh, now Kim's going to be disappointed. I'm not going to do my homework or I should be practicing or they don't like me, like whatever is going on in your head. And it's probably all of those. Yeah. I want you to say, oh, they're lost anyway. So what's next? (laughs) And seriously, like, it's more like I, I have like the world's my oyster and I have all these options and mm, what am I going to do next? Like you're yeah. in a, I want you to think of yourself in a playground. Okay. So that swing didn't work out. I'm going to go out of the slide now. Like, just, just right. like, don't put too much attachment into any of this. That's part of what dating's all about is, uh, yeah. you know, some things work, some things don't timing and people and all of that. It, and most of the time it has nothing to do with you. It, it's them. So you don't even know these guys yet. That's true. But Right. So that's, that's the first thing is the mentality thing. The second Mm -hmm. thing is what you just said is having a plan and purpose around, you know, meeting guys. So I love the idea of you going out with friends because it energizes you. But on the flip side, what I really think you need to work on is being by yourself. (gasps) <laughs> I know, right? Like, what? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. yeah, being by yourself because of the very notion that you keep relying on other people to yeah. energize you, to give you permission, to give you confidence. I want yeah. you to be used to you being enough. <sighs> Catherine, you're enough. Huh. You you have it. I mean, people probably listening to this podcast is dazed and amazed and confused that you're even feeling this way because you radiate. I mean, people can't even see you. And by the way, everyone, she's gorgeous. (laughs) Any guys want like more information? Just hit me up. Um, yeah, (laughs) play a little matchmaker. (laughs) But like it's amazing to me that you don't see that that you don't need other people to energize you that you don't need other people to lift you up and give wow. you confidence you have it all right so on top of going out with the the action plan around that is on okay. top of you going out with the women who are good flirts or or energize you i want you once a week practicing okay. just going out by yourself Mm. and interacting with the world Mm. and like pick a day, like maybe every Wednesday, every Saturday, you can pick different places. could be the farmer's market, could be happy hour Mm. and really like get outside your comfort zone and walk Mm. into a situation and and make it a game. Mm. Say, okay, today I'm going to talk to one guide. Um, you know, maybe for five minutes, you know, today I'm going to talk to two guys and I'm going to get one of them to ask me out. Like, you know, just, just keep upping the ante for yourself, but I just want you to get used to you being by yourself. And, you know, look at that list of strengths before you walk in and, and just remind yourself of all that you are, because you are seriously badass. (laughs) And and guess what? You do offer things that's outside of you just being the helper, the fixer, the listener. Like you have way more going on than just that.
1: Yeah. And I just default to that because I'm like, oh, that's the strength that most people know me on. But yeah, I'd love love to flex more of the others more Mm -hmm. often.
0: Um, Yeah. How does that sound? And then,
1: of
0: course, we're going to have our coaching calls to follow up with that. But just how does that feel?
1: It seems like the exactly what I need but I had no idea that that's where I need to I didn't realize how much I was relying on other people with this as well um and that some of my confidence could be tied up in that because I might think like oh like those guys came over because this friend was super engaging and they saw her or you know, I can, I can explain it away, but if it's just me, then I'm like, Oh yeah. There's nowhere to hide. (laughs) There's nowhere to hide. Like yeah, the spotlight is there. Um, -hmm. mm
0: -hmm. and, and also you won't get such a heavy hit and, and emotionally tied into when guys cancel or disappear or not progress because you'll know that you're enough. And there's, Plenty of other people out there, and, and the right person is gonna, you know, like you for you, and yeah. you're enough.
1: You're a genius. Um, oh, honey. No, a- <laughs> I love you
0: to pieces. And I, we said this even before we started pushing record is that I lit- I'm just the flashlight. And what's so great about you is that you walk through the light and you're doing the work. And that's why you're starting to see all these results. And mm-hmm. But sometimes it's hard to see yourself. It really is. And, you know, when these light bulbs go off, it's exciting. It but is. yeah, you know, that's why you have me holding you accountable. So just keep going with this.
1: Exactly. <clears throat> and it's even probably hard for me to see some of the progress sometimes mm-hmm. because we've only just gotten started, but so much change has already taken place. So I also have to be mm. patient with change takes time. And I'm, I am doing a lot and I to acknowledge myself for that. And this is the next step. And there will always be a next step. And that's, that's good. That means yes, I'm, that means I'm getting to where I'm meant to go.
0: Yes. And, and recognize that even these little wins are, are huge, like in your mind, maybe yes. little, and that don't worry about pleasing me or disappointing me or even yourself. Like it's, it's just like, instead celebrate everything that happens each and every day. And what I encourage uh-huh. you to do, I was actually going to have you do this on the next coaching call, but I might as well do it right now. Yeah. You know, keep a running list of all your accomplishments from moving forward. Just every little thing that you are doing
1: that mm-hmm. is hitting your
0: goals, so that you have a visual of all the things that you're doing. So when you start feeling less confident Mm. or you feel like things aren't progressing, I want you to take that piece of paper out and say, no, gosh, darn it. I am making progress. Like it's only been two months and oh my God, look at all the things that I'm doing. So I think just having that visual will also be really good for you.
1: That's a great idea and taps into like my A plus student.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Which is a little bit what's going on here too. Right. Is you're trying to be like the A plus student and the stellar student. There's no, there's no grades here. Right. There's no grades here. There's only just feelings and progress. And you know, it's, it, it's hard sometimes to measure your own happiness, but you're starting to feel it. And so don't, Yes. yeah, you're human. Like these are all things that you'll work towards.
1: I've had a thought, Kim, and talk about accomplishment where I've thought, how was I doing it that way before? Ooh. Like Mm. whether it was like a, a, where, what I was wearing or how I was texting or how I was showing up, it's, it's been really nice learning the authentic way. It's not that I'm like putting something on it's to your analogy. It's spotting, it's shining a spotlight on this is who I am Mm -hmm. in all Mm -hmm. senses of it who are you? <laughs>
0: exactly. And I'm sorry, who are you again? <laughs> and your, your name is? Was it, yeah, was it yeah. Mark? Was it? Oh, okay. <laughs> nice to meet you. I love that. That is awesome. <laughs> well, I I know that you're going to come back on to one of those um, episodes of Where Are They Now? And you're going to tell me about a guy named Mark that you <laughs> So I cannot wait for that. In the meantime, <laughs> Catherine, I love that you came on. Thank you so much for, for joining me today. And of course, this has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer. Remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. I'm doing another 14 day flirt and femininity challenge starting August 19th. I know it's coming up pretty soon, but I'm up for the challenge. So I hope you are too. And this is going to help you learn the key ingredients to attract men, such as the hidden secrets to feminine charisma, how to communicate and embody a sexy confidence with your body language and creating a dating wardrobe, just like I did with my client who I spoke about at the top of the show. So click, the link in the show description to join and stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day.